Robert, we've been chewing on this all week, all season. How the hell do you fix this? And I'm speaking specifically about the defense because Leroy's point is guys were missing assignments. Coordinator dumbs down the defense. They're still getting cracked. So how, how do you dive in analytically and put out this dumpster fire? Where do you start? <laughs> I mean, at this point in the season, because you you know you're really kind of out of options and bringing in new talent. I mean, you're, I don't want to say you're screwed, but you kind of are, right? Like, you're kind of left to guys, you know, as Leroy said, like, it's got to come down to guys kind of having pride and saying, you know, even if it's not for this team, if it's for one of 31 other teams, everything that you do is put on film. And if you go out there and you prove to everybody that you have no idea what you're doing or that you don't execute properly or that you don't play with emotion, which you can really see, Right. Like th those kind of things just jump off the film when you look at the defense. And, yeah, it can be demoralizing when, uh, you know, teams teams are just running down your throat and, you know, you're getting beat physically. But if you're just if you're just not out there trying, it just show, it always shows on defense. Right. Because you have to have a certain level of emotion when you're playing defense and a certain level of physicality to you. And it's just not there. So. What's the answer? I don't know. I mean, it, ultimately, it comes down to guys saying, my ass might be up out of the league if I don't play any better. And that's, you know, to Leroy's point, like, there's always that guy, right? There's got to be somebody that's challenging people and saying, you know, if you and, and, and CC used to always say this, Chris Carter, like, if you don't know the tempo, watch me, right? You got to have those kind of guys. And, right. and, and, and you know what? They just don't. They just don't have those guys right now. You know, it's always interesting to me for the, for the few teams that I played on. You could always tell, you know, the success of a team when it comes to the, the tempo. So, you know how in the league you have practice and then you have walkthrough. Some teams do walkthrough, some teams do practice first. So <laughs> the few the first team that I've been on was Seattle and we would come out there. It's a walkthrough, right? So you put your tennis shoes on and stuff like that. I see dudes out there in cleats. I'm a rookie and I'm like, oh, what the heck are you doing? Like, let's walk through. Yeah, now, so I'm out there. So I, you line up in corner. <laughs> I'm lining up in corner. You know, like I'm about to go through my stuff. It's all walk through. So this is some time to get some good on some good reps here. Some just slow. Them fools out there. Pink, 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 gone. I'm like, whoa. Hey. So the tempo. Will walk. I'm interested to see if this walkthrough tempo for the Browns hey. is like that. Because you hey. get routed in San Francisco or Seattle if you came with some walkthrough stuff. I'm just Ty. telling you. I'm just saying. Ty, Ty I'm going to tell you, I had a guy I could not stand practicing against. <laughs> and that was John Randall. Because that dude was 100% wide open, yeah. walkthrough, pads. No pads, and 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 you, you know, look, I was the only running back with a helmet and a mouthpiece and walk through in the gym. Because you like you, you had to deal with it. And hey. you know what? I was mad as hell, but I respected the dude for this reason. That was the same energy he brought on Sunday. Mm -hmm. I yep. told you about them Thursday Pro Bowlers. Yep, practice right? like you play. Johnny yeah. brought it every single day and guess what if somebody on defense wasn't bringing it yeah you best believe he was getting after him. he was not brother and, and we had drill. that on no offense brother, don't you brother-in-law to drill no, no. <laughs> no hey dude dude I, we was doing we we never practice in pads and i used to tell johnny i'm gonna cut him I'm gonna cut you. He said we ain't got no pants on. Stop with this nonsense. <laughs> the whole day, the whole day we would be yelling at each other because we got three step drops, and I'm gonna fake like I'm going low, and he'll slap the ball out of the quarterback hand, and everybody yelling at me. Like it's walk through. Hey, come on, you doing yeah. too Leroy, much. Leroy, I think the, the and, and you you ask Robert if I'm lying the, the, every day. The one thing every, about this every team, day, the one team about this, the one thing about this team that really bothered me the most on Sunday, it wasn't the misfits. It wasn't, you know, all of the, the stuff that happened in the passing game and stuff like that. The one thing that got me the most was in the fourth quarter. I truly felt like they gave up and I that really broke my heart to see them just like 
Just throw the chips hey, in and that, that's crazy. That, that's what that that's what that run game do to oh, you. No, I understand. You know, Cleveland oh, did it to a bunch of teams. I understand that, Leroy, but it's like, come on, man. Like you, you, you know how many people? And it, it, it is. I'm on the outside looking in. When I, as a free agent, all these free agents that's out here busting their butt. Like you go 100% for every play, like I, as long as you can, because there's people out here that's dying to be in that situation, and for you to give up in the middle of a game like that, like that, I, I just I I I ain't with that. You see Robert Stakes when you said that run game. But but we've talked about this, right? We say it's on the players, but it's on the coaches too, in the sense that like you have to know how to motivate guys, and you know if if the message is no longer hey. You know, do it for do it for the old Browns. Do it for your old coach. <laughs> old it's you bet you bet you better understand that this is like this is this film. Every damn team in the league can see this. Like you got you got to understand. Like, do you want to keep playing in the National Football League? And if that's what you need to pull out as a coach, that's why this week says so much, right? Like, how do you respond yeah. to that? Because things are going to go bad. No matter what, no matter if you play the game long enough, things are going to go bad. You're going to get embarrassed. You're going to do stupid things. Like that's part of it, right? But how do you respond to that? How do you respond to that adversity? But more importantly, how do you respond when somebody challenges you and say it like it is? Challenges your manhood. That's exactly what needs to happen. Like, do you want to man up and play this game or not? Period. Can this coaching staff deliver that? I don't know. We're, we're going to find out, though, I know, right? I know a coach nope. who could do it. Name names. G-Dub, Greg Williams. I swear hey, that cup yeah. of tea. Listen, hey, that cup facts. of tea I had with the OTAs when he was the D.C. Talk that. Talk man, that. Talk listen, that. Talk that Greg that Williams. That man had you run through a wall. Now, let me ask you guys. Yeah, and, 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 and it'll, it'll, it'll incentivize you with some money for some legal <laughs> too, too, right? Robert, he Robert, might, Robert, he, Robert. Listen, he may or may have so listen, not said Robert, some money was on the line. Robert, you guys just touched on something that I wanted to ask the seasoned vets, okay? Yeah. Robert and and – Leroy, you guys played in a time where that was kind of the norm. Put some change and on if you head. look at the, how the league has changed over, I'm just going to say since you guys left the game to today, practices have been reduced. Hitting has been uh, reduced. Okay. The rules mm-hmm. have been changed, all in the name of safety, but it's changed the product that we see on the field. Greg Williams used to be the norm. I'm told by guys mm-hmm. that played in the day that this happened more than it didn't these incentivized programs is and and now the coaches we've seen the trend for coaches is Ivy leaguers, Mm -hmm. not the old school. I played in the trenches for 15 years. John Madden's is this a product of the game shifting from the old gladiator to what we have today is that is, is the Browns the ultimate product of that shift? Well, I can't say that the Browns by themselves are. I mean, you know, when you when you sit with the coaches and you talk about, you know, how you develop players, like it takes it takes more. It's just different now. Look at offensive lines and they talk about offensive linemen and just how difficult it is to develop those guys because they're coming from passing offenses, a lot of them in college. They're not doing the run blocking the same way that they were. But that's supposed to be the reason why more physical teams, and I know that we didn't see us last last week with the Browns and some, you know, I know there were some injuries on the offensive line, but why when teams kind of do that, when they kind of go to those heavier personnel and they get multiple linemen, they get the pullers around, that they're, that they're more successful. I think that it is partially, though, uh, because the mentality has changed. Uh, you know, the, the, the game just isn't what it was because – players they're not hitting the same way throughout the course of the week but you know I just don't understand it It, like motivation what's your motivation I mean you want to stay in this league you know if if you know and I'll you know you put it in terms of money if you don't want to just say about pride like do you want to keep getting paid you want to keep getting paid to do this to play this game then you need to show up and play and you know defense is just different man like guys just they need a different mentality and you know we talk about johnny randall johnny randall is one of those guys he's one of those light switch guys as far as off the field you know you could tell he's an intense guy but just you know laughing joking around but when he was on that field 
you know, just amen. I, I, I would, I would, if, if he was playing, lining up against his mom, like, sorry, mom, like, you're going to have to take a couple hits. Like, I got a, hey, I got a job, to hey, do, right? Hey, <laughs> hey it, it, and we ain't kidding, man. I'm telling you, that dude, but, but here's the other thing. We, I remember we used to, I, my roommate for away games was Harold Mora. And we would have the little night, we would have the little night meeting before we went to bed. Now, you yeah. very rarely had a conversation with Denny. He would always talk to your position coach to talk to you. And he would stand over on the side and watch practice. But if he got mad, right, you knew all hell was going to break out. Now, I will say this. When I got to Minnesota, I had to look for my pads on Friday to pack them. So yeah. we didn't practice full pads that much at all. Okay? But then he would give that speech the night before the game. And, you know, as you get older, you kind of heard everything. But my roommate was young. And he go, uh, we get in the room and he say, dog, dog, I'm going to tell you right now. No sudden moves. I might come over there and hit you. I'm like, whoa. I say, man, what we doing? He was so fired up the night before the game. And certain coaches just had that, right? Certain coaches just had. Then he did it without a whole lot of, like, team meetings. Like a whole lot of, you know, conversation. But you knew he meant business. And so you knew you had to go out there and, and, and do a job. Now, our offensive coordinator was a yeller. So there was did, that, too. Did you guys have Mike Tice? Was that Mike Tice? Mike Tice was the line coach. Okay, okay. and then and, and you had, uh, what's his name? Br- Brian Billick. Brian Billick, for the week. Got you, got you. Yeah. And did you guys, and I'm going to ask you guys this question t- as a tandem. Have you ever seen, because, you know, uh, OG, um, my man Brad, he, OG always talks about it. He's like, man, sometimes you got to have you a sacrificial lamb. They don't even, you come in one day and you, you come off the road, you and your boy, all of a sudden he get that call up to the office and then he come down with that Dear John letter and you then got demoted. Have y'all ever seen hey. a situation where somebody like was a prominent player, wasn't given it, thought he was in there, and they made a they made that decision to kind of wake some people up in the locker room? You ever see that? Is that happen where you was doing it? See, but it, it just never had to happen with Denny. And and Denny and Denny would say it all the time. Like show up late to a meeting, he's like, I won't find you, but I'll cut your ass. You know yeah. what I mean? Like that was hey, it. Hey. Like, I mean, for it was real. it was it was under it was it was understood, but again, this kind of goes back to the composition of the locker room. We always had those guys in there. When I first got, you know, into the league, it was Henry Thomas, it was Chris Dolman, it was Johnny Randall, guys like that. You know, and then on the offensive side, you know, you had Chris Carter, you had Warren Moon, uh, you know, you had all kinds of leaders, and like there's just a there's just a mindset. And so, you know, when you ask whether this coaching staff can do it. Like I'm not in that locker room. I don't know what's being said. All you all you can do is judge a team by what it does on the field. And you know, to uh, to Ty's point, like if 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 guys like are literally looking like they're giving up, you put that you put that on film the next day on Monday, and that's what you do. Like we used to watch special teams film together, and you know, because you're all because you understand it's so important. You want the whole team seeing and understanding what level uh, of, of motivation uh, and physicality it takes to play, right? Well, if you're pulling up that defensive film and you're you're watching those plays and you're watching guys loaf, you know, when you're out there and you feel like you're busting your ass and then somebody, uh, you know, is just jogging, like if, if you're not in each other's faces and challenging each other, if you don't, again, you know, we said this, uh, you know, a couple of weeks ago, like if you're not comfortable being uncomfortable, if you're not uh, willing to listen to your teammates that are telling you that you need to step it up or step out, then you know I don't I don't know I don't know what else what else you can do as a player. It almost looks like I mean, it's, a, it's a collection of both. They, the the coaches aren't doing it, and it doesn't look like this team has the players internally to like like the Chris Carter. If you don't know the tempo, watch me. I. Okay, I know the Browns had a key injury on defense and Walker was that guy, but it doesn't look like internally 
there's a fire being lit by the players either. So that just compounds the problem. If there is a lack of that on the coaching side, there's no one there to crack the whip. There's no one there to make this team feel the sense of urgency that the Jay, fans feel. You, you know what this has a feel of? What's that? Um, I had this a lot in Cleveland. I used to play and run really hard. When I was having success, it energized the rest of the team. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Just because I was playing so hard. Um, Nick Chubb is that guy. You ever notice yeah. when Nick Chubb is getting off, Kareem Hunt is getting off, it seems to energize the rest of the team. It does. It does. Right? And 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 when they don't have Uh oh. I bet you that's bull I bet you that's bull hopping well, on the line. He's, he, he's got he's got no choice but to hold that thought. But, yeah, he is uh, holding you know, that thought. It, you know, to, but to Leroy's point, you look at the game last week, right? The run game's not going, and even Nick Chubb puts the ball on the ground. You're like, what the hell's going on? I know, right? I know. But, you know, it just, it just, but it just, it just takes somebody, you know, player, coach, you know, knowing what buttons to press, yeah. and that's and 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 that's what that's what you know. It comes down to a coaching staff. Like, you have to know. Yeah, you you can't treat everybody the same, but you have to be fair to everybody, right? You have to understand yeah. what guys need that kick in the ass. You need to understand what, what guys need to understand, okay, well, inside of this structure, this is why you can't, you know, uh, you can't step with this foot or, you you know, you can't move inside on this play. You know, you just you just have to be able to challenge guys, yeah. I think. And, and what, what within and, any group, when, and, there needs to be accountability, Yes. And, and there needs to be a work ethic and pride, and unfortunately, um, it just it just doesn't look like it's there. Guys, we've got to move, but um, Leroy, I'm glad you came back on because I wanted to say this before we left you guys. That was that was one of the more insightful conversations yeah, that we've had um, on the Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. Your guys just kind of picking this whole thing apart, and 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 just the whole thing. It was it was I was honored to be able to watch it. It was a, it, it was well done. So Robert and Leroy, thanks for your contributions because that was. Hey, those... just a, just a, Jay, one 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 last uh, quick statement about sure. about Danny and and leadership. You know, I I don't know if you remember this one, Leroy, and I, I think you were with the team then. But you know, I, the best night before speech that Denny ever gave is he just walked up in front, walked back and forth a couple times, and said, "All right, men, let's go." didn't say a damn thing because wow. if you if you if you see what the Browns must have seen on film watching that game from last week and you don't know what the hell needs to be done then you're playing the wrong damn game partner yeah, <laughs> you you're just right. you're playing the wrong game it is you you <clears throat> sometimes a coach can walk in look at everybody and say my guys are ready you don't need to say nothing get the hell out let's go get a good night's sleep and it's happened, but but you have to have that understanding of your team. And I think a lot of times these new coaches, they think they know the team, but they don't know the guys that they need to get going to get the team going, right? right? So the guys you need to needle. For example, there was a story down here where Mike McDaniel went up to Tyreek Hill and said, you know, they record their speeds. And he said, great job. You were number five today to Tyreek Hill. What the hell you think happened the next two days? Yeah, he was number one by a lot. <laughs> right, right. But, but that's, that's, that's how you push off. his buttons. Right. That's how you push his buttons. That's that's how you that's how you do it. And, and that's and, a skill and, set and, and, I don't know if you're learning at Harvard. No. Right, it's creative. Sometimes it's fun. Some, we used to sit in the running back room and, and make fun of each other and Oh, whoa, this is how we doing it? Hey, what you doing here? Right? What what are you looking at? How you try and, and we would we would do that, but you always knew that it was all for the common good, right? Nobody all got offended. Cause. Right. Nobody got offended. Right? I remember one time I fumbled and my coach came over and yelled at me. And Chris Carter came over and looked at Carl and said, Who the hell who hell who the hell else you gonna put in? Robert Hurt. Right? And that was the end of that. <laughs> I knew what the deal was. Hold the damn wall. That, that was it. Yep. Leroy, Robert, great job. We'll talk to you guys next week. Hopefully it's uh, around a win. Hey, All right, fellas. Hey, okay, guys. Tell you what? Hey, 
Tybus. Oh, thanks for the win, Leroy. I appreciate it. I ain't, ain't going to be so damn nice next week. That's fine. <laughs> That's fine. That's fine. Y'all better that be ready. We're, we're, yep. I think we are. We've been waiting the whole 365 days. We're good. Okay. Okay. Go Bucks. Okay. All right. Go we'll Bucks. see. Oh, wait. We'll see. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Okay. That was good. That was really good stuff. <laughs> I, I, th- I, th- I think they're great together. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I like, how to, I like how to go back and forth, man. Yeah, it was awesome. I told Earl we should, uh, we should have them cross over like that all the time. <laughs> so, landing yeah. the plane is tough with them. Yeah. Tough, yeah, tough to land the plane with that. Yeah, but so we're gonna bring Bull back in. We'll talk a little Cavs, play a little true and false. Good, and get through here. But Cavs big game tonight against the Bucks. Cavs come in four in a row losers. Bucks come in two in a row losers. Donovan Mitchell practiced yesterday, so he's likely to play. That's the good news. Mm-hmm. He's listed as likely. It's possible that he doesn't. It's gonna be probably a game time call, but they're saying right now that it's likely he'll play. Jared Allen is out. Yeah. Uh, Dean Wade didn't practice yesterday. He's Jared, likely out. That Jared Allen one is a big one. Since you are the uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo expert. <laughs> <laughs> Listen, Giannis is one of those players that you can't really stop him. I think it'll be good for Evan Mobley to go up against a guy like him, though. Because Can have his hands full. Right, because I want to see. Everybody thinks that Evan Mobley is going to be, uh, you even said that he's going to be the best player in the next five years on the Cavs. So it's this saying that if, if they'll bite as a pup, then they'll bite when they get older. So you need to put him up against some great guys like Giannis and see how he fares. I just think I don't think he's going to turn down any smoke. I think he's going to be up for the challenge. Um, but it is a lot because it's just him. I think it would be nice if Jared Allen was there to have somebody to, to defer to. But if he, he ever gonna, needs it, it's tonight. He's going to have to put his big boy pants on tonight for sure. We're going to find man, out a lot about him, man. I, I you, you know, I was sitting back analyzing after I watched him play. Um, the Timberwolves the other day, and I was sitting there thinking to myself, and I'll say, you know what? I, we haven't talked about this <laughs> enough. The, the most pivotal person I think that's going to be, you know, pivotal for the Cavs to get to a point where they are uh, a, a power in the East is they need JB Bickerstaff to to be able to deploy his troops in a way that they can have repeatable performances, right? It doesn't seem like they don't have a, a, you know, a recipe for winning. They just win, you know, because, you know, they get there or Donovan has a great game or Garland hits some shots or, you know, Jared Allen gets on the board. When I, I, when I watch teams in basketball, one of the teams, you, you like it or love it or hate it or love it, you know, you watch Golden State. And when you watch Golden State, one thing that always dawns on me is this, that they always, their guys never are caught off position. You never see guys like Looney being at the top of the key at the end of the shot clock. You never see the ball in somebody else's hands. You never see Wiggins like taking these crazy Steph Curry shots. Everybody is where they're supposed to be. Everybody is playing in a way. Draymond Green, you know, gets the ball, facilitates. He hands the ball off. He doesn't be. He's not up there pounding the ball, looking at the shot clock. And I think for the Cavs to get to a place. They need to say, okay, this is where Evan Mobley is dangerous. This is where he gets the ball. All at. of them have defined roles. Defined roles. Mm-hmm. This, I, I, hey, listen, uh, Karis Levert, when you're in that second unit, you got about seven dribbles. <laughs> right. Seven. <laughs> like, right, this is what you do. Seven. If you ain't got it, Kevin Love, Kevin Love, to his point, I think he knows his role because he plays shoot. the same. Catch and shoot. Catch yeah. and shoot. He'll give you a pump fake, whatever. Jared Allen knows his role. He's rim running. I think the thing that you need to figure out is when you got two ball dominant guys, which area of the floor am I good at? What, what place can I call to get somebody? And sometimes it can be as easy as JB just saying, all right, well, well, he can he can manage this from the bench. Like we say, well, they got to figure out. No, he can say, hey, call this play. Darius, get the ball. We're gonna, I'm going to call 10 plays in a row for him because I think he, he's doing a good job. He could also say Donovan Mitchell. Donovan got it working. Let's see how I'm going to call a play for him five times. Yeah. Or I think Evan, like a game against Giannis and you don't have Jared Allen, one of the things that McNuggets talked about the other day was that you don't have, you didn't have Allen, you didn't have Mitchell, and Evan Mobley took four shots. Right. JB has to be in his ear early. Like yeah. a, a more fella, hey, more we, involved. We need you offensively today. Yeah. Not just we need you to be aggressive looking to score. And as a, and, and don't count on the young player understanding the game or, or, or understanding the moment because he's not he's 
19, 20 years old. Yeah. Bull, isn't that what these first, I don't know, maybe even first 40 games, the first half of the season, isn't that why that's so important to this group? Because they're trying to figure out what lane is theirs? Yeah, I mean, <clears throat> I may have, I, mi I missed the very beginning of what G said, but you know, the yes, the Cavs' goal is to someday be what the Warriors are, right? But the Warriors have been together forever. Yep. E even Andrew Wiggins has been there three years. All the other guys have been there at least. <coughs> Looney's been there five, six, seven years at this point. Doesn't seem like it, but he has. And obviously all the rest of their key players that you talk about, they've been playing together for so long that, of course, they're further uh, afield. The Cavs have barely played together. Donovan Mitchell... And, and Darius Garland haven't played together at all. I, I think what's happened is that we got so excited because they looked so good during that eight-game winning streak that maybe we're nitpicking too much, you know, the struggles they've had here. They've had guys out of the lineup. Guys, when we look back in April, May, June, hopefully, uh, June might be a little optimistic, <laughs> but we look back in April and May, I don't think we're going to be thinking about a four or five or even six-game losing streak in, in November playing any kind of role this the first half of the season jay as you say for me is all about learning to play together learning the roles that g talked about where i'm supposed to be when i should dribble when i should shoot and you know karis lavert who you mentioned he didn't play that much with these guys he came in last year and he was hurt for a little while so he's barely played obviously mitchell and none of these guys have, have played together for very long. Mobley was a rookie last year. So there's still, even for the guys that were here last year, there's still a lot to learn playing as this group together. And to expect it to be anywhere close to the Warriors, even by the end of this year, is is unfair. You know, they, they weren't the, this team when they first started. It's going to take time. Clearly, the talent is there. Clearly, these guys like playing together. Uh, I think it's all positive. There's going to be times where they don't play well, which is what we're seeing right now, and it'd probably be a struggle tonight to not have Jared Allen and maybe not have Donovan Mitchell for the game. But, uh, <clears throat> but man, uh, I I'm not worried long-term about this team at all. Yeah, but I, I, I do think they're going to have a right. hard time winning tonight, certainly. It is going to be an uphill climb. I mean, you're probably looking at a five-game losing streak. Um, the good thing is – I. I know that it's tough for young guys to not look at the scoreboard and the wins and the losses piling up. Yeah. But it's too early in the season to start doing that and start paying attention to that. The mission of the first half of this season is to figure out how the ingredients mix together in the bowl. Right. Play in the right and way. And then start worrying about what it tastes like and what the product is the think, second half of the season. I just think you want to you want to you want them to go out there and play as hard as they can, figure some things out, get better every game. Right. And have a shot in the fourth quarter. That's pretty. And that's where they've been. I mean, they've yeah, been, you know, all of these losses, they've been right there. That's what I'm saying. They've, so they've all been the, three, four, one, not, two point. And so they're close. It hasn't been a point where it's like we should panic about anything. They're going to figure this thing out. It's just, just taking time. You know, like you say, Jay, you're a pitcher, right? When when you get a pitcher and you're working on his mechanics, you, you just want replicatable reps. You just, yeah. You're telling them, hey, look, we just want to fix this area. And your velocity might not might not be there. Right. Uh, the control might not, it's not be there. Not necessarily about the results, it's, but the process. It's the reps. And I just want to see them play the right way. If, if Mobley takes a shot and he knows that's where they want him to take it at, I'm cool with that. Miss or make that that'll come later, or wins will come later. Right. I just want to see them play the right way. What is impressive? Um, the, the Celtics have kind of emerged now. It's it's at the Celtics and the Bucks, to me, are the class of the East. Mm -hmm. um, they're they're eleven and three. And two of their losses. The came Celtics to the eleven and three. Yeah, quietly, they're yeah. eleven and three. They've won wow. eight. Wow, they're on, I didn't they're know on that. a streak. <laughs> wow, and this is and they, they're two of those three losses came to the Cavaliers. So uh, it is a work in progress. Yeah. Some nights the product is going to look a little sloppy, but it's all about did you learn something in that defeat? Perfect. Okay, we lost this one, but you can't fall down twenty points in the first right, quarter. Right. Right. You know, and, and dig yourself out of that hole. All right, it. we're going to do true or false uh, next, right? It is time for true and false. Before we do that, though, yeah. just want to remind everybody that we Hold do on, Bull offer... had a point. Bull, go ahead. No, no, I was just saying, yeah, let's go, because oh, okay. I'm the defending champ. That's it. I know he is. Bull is the defending champ, <laughs> and uh, just want to let everyone know we do offer <laughs> membership tiers now blew for it. UCSS for some exclusive overtime content. One ninety nine gets you some emojis and community only members post for 499 less than $60 a year. You get overtime content. We talked about Stephen Kwan yesterday. We're going to talk a little Terry Francona today. We're going to answer some personal questions. 
I found uh, a picture of my third grade or first grade yearbook. We're gonna see if you guys can find nice. young Mike Lucas at some point. So <laughs> we got some cool stuff on overtime. Uh, make sure you guys become members. We appreciate it. But now it is time for our uh, one of our favorite, maybe our favorite, maybe the people's favorite game show we do on Ultimate Cleveland Sports Show. It's time Robin for Lopez. True and False. Oh, who is man. it? Robin Lopez. Let's get Robin it. Lopez. Oh, Robin let, Lopez. Let, let's get it going in the chat. Listen, without get Jared going. Allen, Robin Lopez is going to play a big role in tonight's game. That's true. He's going to have to play. So we figure what better time to let you guys know about mm. the Cavs' third string center than right now. Plus, he's an interesting character. He's, he you guys to, ready? He got to check his ready. brother at the trade line. Question number one: Robin Lopez was a lottery pick. True or false? I actually don't. Where's our Where's our music? Well, it's I don't. Coming. I don't need that. That throw me off. Come, the music was great. The music throws me off. You didn't oh, win last listen. time, so you don't get to choose the music. You yeah, exactly. Here last I want the music. Time, so Bull is the champ, and Bull wants the music. I like the music. Oh, so it's that's great. how we doing it? Yep. No. <laughs> <laughs> the music adds a nice touch. Time, really like it's it. like baseball. Doesn't the starting pitcher get to pick the clubhouse music? That's exactly right. Hey, I like this. I like this. I like this four square, Steve. I might. Yeah. Hey, Steve, four take square. four square. That is just nice. <laughs> it's not not as easy. We got a five square too here. Uh, Bull, have you answered? Has everyone answered? I have. Bull says true. Hold Ibis on. says true. Jay says false. Ooh. And G. Bush says true. The answer is false. His Jay is out to an early lead. He was the 15th pick. His yeah. brother was the 10th. That's exactly I, right, I bro. Just outside the lottery. I, yeah. I, I thought yeah. he was on. Uh, well, lottery is top 11, right? <laughs> top 14 is lottery. 14. The non-playoff. Ooh, 30. Jay can't, Jay can't finish, so I'm not one. Oh! <laughs> <laughs> oh! Okay. Jay's in the early lead. Question oh. number two. He's been there so many times. Robin was born one minute after Brooke, making him the youngest of the four Lopez brothers. True or false? Also, there's some great Robin Lopez pictures on our USA Today image account. Thank <clears> you to whoever took it. Hey, can I get that USA Today image account? I need it for the barbershop thumbnail. She <laughs> <laughs> always playing the angles. Jay says false. <laughs> I hope it's true. Bull says false, and Tyvis says true. Say true. The answer is true. We are yes! back. Ah! for first. G. Bush and Tyvis have. <laughs> Come up to one win each. Bull starting out 0-2. The defending uh, champ needs to climb out of a hole here. We've still got six questions left. Plenty of time. You guys ready? Yep. Question number three. Robin's mother was once ranked second in the world in the 400-meter individual medley and tried out for the 1968 U.S. Olympic swimming team. Am I crazy enough to make that up, or did I read that somewhere as a fact? Bull says true. Tyvis says true. <laughs> Jay says false. G says false. And Tyvis, you're officially our leader, my friend. It is true. It is true. Bull, GJ tied for second. Tyvis takes the one-point lead. Would you look at that, Jay? Wow. How does he do it? <laughs> Let me stop because I, I ain't gonna make a, I ain't gonna get another one right now. <laughs> Question number four. Robin Lopez has played for 33% of the teams in the NBA. Is that true or is that false? Damn way he's played on 10. <laughs> false, 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 false. It has to be false, Mike. It is false. He's it played can't... on nine. Nine different NBA teams, no not 10. By the way, no blood, no foul on that one. By the way, I don't know if anybody else picked up on this, but how could it? Oh, no, forget it. 
disregard. <laughs> it could have been it could have been thirty three percent, but we still got it right. <laughs> he was gonna say there was thirty two teams in the NBA. There's only thirty, but I know, I know where your mind. And he also has the no, 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 That's what I was thinking. The I was thinking thirty. Yeah, he has got the muggers beard. Yeah, you like he he like cartoon muggers beard. You like Dick Dastardly's cousin. He you just you laugh like you just robbed a stagecoach. Ha ha ha! I got all the go bags. So halfway through, Tyvis is in the lead with three correct answers. Everybody <laughs> else not laughing now. has two he, correct He refuses answers. to laugh now. Is this the first time all four of us have been within one answer at the halfway point? Feels yeah, like probably. it. It might be. It I'm might about, be. I'm coming back. Okay, question number five. Robin Lopez has never averaged more than 12 points per game in any level of his basketball career, high school, college, or NBA. True or false? That's going I'm thinking, man, can I high school? I mean, he was at Stanford forever. I mean, high school, you seven foot, you can't get 12? But he did, <laughs> but he did play with his brother. He, he did take a play lot with of his shots. brother. Yeah. Got him in a pretzel. I don't, hold on, I don't know now. <laughs> well, hold your answer, hold your answer. Sorry. You know what? What the heck? Mm, I jumped the gun on that one. All right, Tyvis. Tyvis takes too long to make his answer. Tyvis says false. G says false. Bull says true. Jay says false. And we are now have a tie for first place. Bull has moved into a tie with Tyvis for first place. He averaged 11.7 twice in his career. Never averaged more than 12. In high school, he only averaged 10.2 points per game. His brother, Brooke, averaged 28 and a half. Jimmy, it is what it is. He's been, listen, he. That's why he's played hey, on nine teams. Everybody keeps saying, how can this guy not average four points? Hey, hey, bull. Hey, bull. Hey, bull. You, you need to call him out like Jeff Saturday for not being qualified and, and jumping in line in the NBA. This guy been stealing money for weeks. 11 points in high school? He was he, a, G. Bush, he was a McDonald's All-American. He averaged 10.2 points and 10.7 rebounds. I averaged Man. 12, 13 points in high school. <laughs> Give me them And even I averaged 11 points in high school. <laughs> we'll average 16. <laughs> Play, Tigers, playing Tigers. in the schoolyard, yeah. Did, did you hoop in high school? I averaged 30. <laughs> and no, 20 rebounds. No and chance. 20 rebounds. Tennis. He also shot 94% from assists. Uh, I'm 100%, I heard he averaged 100% double block, uh, double digit block shots, too. I took one three in a game and made it and never they shot They called him Oscar at Bedford. He's a, a, averaged a triple-double for his entire life. Yeah. He shot one three in a game, made it, and never shot another one. 100% from the tray line. Check that out. Hello. Right, so Bull and Tyvis tied with three correct answers. G and J with two. Question Dang. number six. Number six. True or false? Robin Lopez's favorite TV show is The Simpsons. Bull, hold your answer. I don't know. Yeah. G. Bush is ready. G. Bush says false. Tyvis says false. Jay says true. Bull says true. So someone, we're going to have a new leader one way or another. Let's see who it is. And it's Let's the go. remote man. Let's go. It the remote you. man pulled back in first place. You. It you. Jay this is tied me. with Tyvis. And G. Bush has fallen into a solo slot in last place. This is place. sad. They're, they're All right, I got a one-game lead with, with what, me. two to go? Two to go. Bulls up by one. That is correct. Oh, this is a lot of pressure. Lot Number of pressure. seven. I do. Let's true, see true. it. Robin says he regrets not participating in theater and production, theater productions and plays, excuse me, during his time at Stanford. Does he really regret it or not? He should. Man, I'm going. It sounds like something he would say. He 100% said that shit. I'm I want to change my answer, but I feel like you got to stick with your first reaction. So I'm not going to change. Guts always right. Jay's ready. G's ready. G says false. Bull says true. Tyvis says false. Jay says true. The answer 
is false. Yes. Oh, my. Yes. It is false. Get out of here, Jay. Which means Tyvis and Bull are yeah, I tied. Can still tie it. I can still tie it up. That's you did they are tied time. heading into the final question. Nobody, nobody Aren't G and likes... Jay tied one back? Yes. G and Jay are tied one back, correct. So, can... so anybody can still win. It's... Anybody can still win. <laughs> Down the stretch they come, man. It Ooh. is. Look at nobody, the whole nobody time, likes I wrote true quickly, here, and then I was like, no, it's false, no, it's false, no, it's false, and I didn't switch. This is for the marbles. All the marbles. I just got to get it right. That's all that matters. Let's see it, Steve. True or false? Robin has made 53 three-pointers in his NBA career. I can see the wheels turning in all three of our panelists' minds. Well, I can't tell you mind back here. This is sad because it's probably right, man. It's true. Why did you come up with 53? Or did I come up with 53 because it's so obscure you think it's true, but it's really false. I get a two-point bonus system for uh, for integrity. I just went faster than everybody else. This is this is a rocket more says false. <laughs> Tyvis says false. What does Bull say? I can't. False. False. All four say false. Shit. What is it? Let's see the answer. Tyvis and I will still be tied. It is true, which means we're going to go to a tiebreaker. We have Dave Richard joining us. We're going to come up with a tiebreaker to answer after Dave Richard. I knew so it. So you and, and, and Boo again. I blew it. I knew it was true. I literally said it. I don't know why I didn't just switch it. Like, what was I Tyvis thinking? said it out loud, I just, but it is true. I just said, you know, there's a lot of other numbers God, that it could be. Tyvis, what's wrong with you? Dave, what's up, man? Thanks for joining us as always. How would you have done no on Robert, uh, Robin Lopez, true and false? I got most of them right, so I think I would have beaten the whole crew, swept the board, <laughs> as, as I'm known to do in games of strategy, Dave, Dave, not we, chance. Dave, we need to see the receipts. I need receipts next time, Dave. We're just okay. not going to take I'll no bring my whiteboard and, and put <laughs> true and false on there. And, you know, the nice advantage for me is that I don't have to give you my answers until I come on the air. I get to watch you guys uh, cackle. And we, sweat it out and all that stuff. You're right about that cartoon laugh for Tyvis, by the way. Does, that is, I told that is, you. He's got to get into uh, that line of work, I yeah, think. Yo, look, I told you, man. Ah, you hilarious, he's man. He's got the criminal beard. Yeah, the criminal like, cartoon beard. You know how they always have that perfect dark shadow and beard? They always yeah, yeah, take... yeah. I'm just trying to figure out who his sidekick would be. Because, you know, every villain's got like a, like a homely sidekick. And I, 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 don't, I don't know who Tyvis is hanging out with. Listen, be his... listen, Dave, what you talking about is irrelevant. We need to talk about my fantasy team. <laughs> <laughs> so Your fantasy team's fantasy a mess, Tyvis. Yeah, it's trash. I got... What place are you in, Ty? Uh, He'll be in last after this I, week. I'm climbing back up the ranks. Uh, that win over Leroy last week was everything. Just like we're going to win let me get next eight. week. It was... But anyways. Let me get the standings. Know... We have... No, we have, let no, me get the Wait a second. We have a graphic. <laughs> Wait a second. Hold on. We don't need, the, on. Graphic. No, we don't need the graphic. Yes, we do, Ty. Here we I go. I'm not at last. I'm not at last. You can't be great at everything. I didn't well, hey, while Steve finds the graphic, this whole segment today is brought to us by PCC Air Force. Looking for a job with career advancement and great benefits? PCC Air Force is a leading manufacturer in Northeast Ohio. All locations of PCC Air Force in Eastlake, Mentor, Wickup, and Minerva are hiring for all positions starting at $18 <laughs> and up, plus full benefit packages, paid time off, and signing bonuses. You can apply online at Precast. Dot com slash careers to learn more. We got a couple internet questions already. We'll get to those at the end. Wait a minute. Dave. Can I ask my question? Yeah, of course, Tyvis. Dave, for a flex, Cordell Patterson, Kadarius Tony, or Gabe Davis? I like all those guys. Me too. I, I, do, do we know if it's full PPR, Tyvis, or do catches Bull, not count? It is. Yes, it is. It well, is. Gabe Davis is going against the Browns, so I'd go with Gabe Davis. But you yeah, know, they're going to run it, the ball. Really, I think Tony's third Everybody on that list. Everybody gets the ball against the Browns. Yeah, and Cordell, I think Patterson I think Davis. Or, you so go with Gabe Davis. I think over I like Davis the best in full PPR. But the Dave, there could be weather in Buffalo. In, there could be weather in Buffalo. That's true. So if the and like one of my bad habits is not to check weather until an hour before kickoff. Right. Because yeah. if I look at it now, the forecast might say that it's going to be you know six feet of snow, 
And by the time Sunday comes around, it's just cold. We don't know what it's going to be. I don't like to look at forecasts until like an hour or so before kickoff. But that is something to keep in mind. I studied Cordero Patterson and the Falcons already today, actually. I think they're going to run it up on Chicago. I think they're going to try and get that ground game going again. So Patterson's a good start. I would have taken him if it were truly non-PPR. He's just not getting enough snaps and enough work to really be a reliable (laughs) must-start type of fantasy running back. So you say Gabe Davis. Yeah, too much upside. All right, and last one, Tyler Coughlin or Isaiah Likely? Wow, is this a fantasy in. segment for the fans or for you only? Both. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's hard to help the fans when you're asking me questions with two really bad tight ends. Both. It sounds like yeah. Mark Andrews is going to be back for the Ravens. That will really limit what Isaiah Likely can do. I guess you should go with Coughlin. But there's a lot of tight ends on the waiver wire that I like. Maybe you can still find Tyler Higby, Dawson Knox. Cole Komet would be the prize, but he's got to be rostered. In any league with Bull in it, Cole Komet, somebody like that's long gone. Uh, Hayden Hurst would be an option that I would consider over those guys. Maybe even Austin Hooper as well. Oh, one more. And this guy's out there in a lot of leagues, Jawan Johnson with the Saints. I'd start Jawan Johnson over those two yeah, Let me just tell you, just stay away from Austin Hooper. Mm. We got four internet questions. Yeah, you Dave. guys know better they than anybody. Hot, Man, dude. is he a pig. Do you have the standings, though, Mike? <laughs> yeah, we'll take the standings full Look real quick. Bull. I'm in last place. It is yeah. what it is. I'm going to beat Tyvis this week, get out of last place. And that's the standings that's right a, now. It's a lot of mediocre okay. teams in the middle. A little confusing. Oh. The bottom line is G oh, is 7-3, and three, and then me, Jason, <laughs> Brad, and Earl are all 6-4. and four. Everybody else is under 500. We cooking. Very mediocre league. You know how we cooking. Well, I should. I didn't know. I can't I believe Brad six and four. He had the worst draft I've ever seen in my life. It's, it's remarkable. <laughs> it is that he's six and four. He has Justin Fields though, and that's one of our questions, real quick, Dave. We got four run through. This is from Derek Parslow. No, this is from Brownstown ninety two. <laughs> Nope. Where's the one from? Oh, here it is. This is from no. Joseph Roscoe. So I want to make sure I get the right name. Sure, it's from question. Joseph because this is big. Oh my God! Please ask if I should start Fiery Fields or Joe Burrow this week. I, I can't Joseph. believe Mikey is so disorganized and his team's three and yeah. seven in fantasy. Uh, <laughs> I, I think you got to go with Fields. You got to ride that hot hand. And by the way, the the matchup for the Bengals not as not a good one. The Steelers' defense really came alive last week with T.J. Watt back. Remember what they did to Joe Burrow in Week One, and he won't have Jamar Chase this week. I think Fields is the play. He's been for hot. the record. Just I would have beat out. Earl this week, but I lost Jerry Judy and Juju in no the excuses. first quarter. I lost by three no points. Excuse. Nobody wants to I hear it. Lost to receive. Okay, next question. This <laughs> yeah, is from Mac. You beat me one week, Mike, because I had from, a ton of injury, so nobody wants to hear it. This is from Mac and Stacking. Boy, you're on double remote. We should just cut your mic. It's from Mac and Stacking. <laughs> he wants to know Jonathan Taylor can repeat his performance from last Sunday. You well, is what? he playing the Raiders again? Because, I mean, that that's usually a helpful thing. No, he's not playing the Raiders again. I, I think he's still going to be a must-start type of fantasy running back and someone who's close to a top-10 option. Can he get over 150 yards and a touchdown? I think that's a little bit of a stretch. I, the Colts got that one-week bump from getting a breath of fresh air at head coach, and now we'll see what they really are made of this week. I, I'm, <laughs> I'm trusting Jonathan Taylor. I'm just not trusting him to have as big of a game. This from Brownstown92. Is playing Josh Allen smart this week knowing the weather could be crazy? Again, let's, yeah. we can look at the weather forecast an hour before kickoff. And if, here, here are the things that you want to look for when it comes to a quarterback in the weather. Number one is the wind. If the wind is crazy, we're talking like 15, 20, 25 miles an hour, that's going to impact the trajectory of throws. That means that deeper throws could get caught in the wind. Ball could land anywhere. Also, if it's coming down heavy with the snow – that impacts a quarterback's visibility, won't be able to see as well down the field. So if those two factors are really high, then I would probably, I'd, I'd honestly, I'd, I'd be nervous to start Josh Allen. I'd probably still do it because he's Superman, but I wouldn't expect him to be a top three type of fantasy quarterback. And he is playing the Browns. And, and running that. touchdowns get more points than any quarterbacks. Last question from the chat so far. Derek Parslow, Deonta Foreman versus Baltimore or Michael Carter versus New England? I'm going to go with Foreman, but it's close between those two. I really think this Ravens defense is coming on strong. Might end up being one of the best defenses in the league if they can stay healthy. They're getting help at pass rush. They've been good against the run. I think that they can actually slow down Carolina, force them to be one-dimensional. That takes the ball out of Foreman's hands. And I lied. We got one more just in. Spencer Dyke says, should I sit DeAndre Swift for anyone who might have a full workload? (laughs) <laughs> you probably should because it's it's he he's used near the goal line, so he's always got a chance to score, and that's six points, and that's great. 
But if he's not going to catch a lot of passes, he's not going to get a lot of carries, it's hard to imagine him supplementing that touchdown with 50, 60, 70 yards. Here's the other thing, and people don't recognize this. When you think about the Lions' run game, it's Jamal Williams. We talk about him. It's DeAndre Swift. We talk about him. Justin Jackson played almost 30% of the snaps last week for Detroit, a true three-headed monster, and he played the most third and fourth down snaps for the Lions. They're using three guys in that backfield. It's kind of a mess. Dave, I got one. Um, well, actually, it's a two-part question. Um, one, the first question, what the heck are we doing if you if you got Cooper Cup? Like, he, he's oh. – like he, Okay. So, he's on Screw. IR. Uh, <clears throat> and, uh, you know, is there anybody out there on the waiver wire that looks decent that you can like, – like, is Chase Claypool playable or, or Deontay Johnson? Are those guys playable? With Cooper Cup gone, or should I just stab myself in the in the stubbing and go lay in yeah. a shallow grave? I mean, the the first thing you do is, is you put your hands together like this, and, and you go, "Dear fantasy gods, please find a way to help me replace Cooper Cup." Do you really think there's anybody on the waiver wire that's going to do what Cooper Cup has done for the past year and a half? It's it's not going to happen. I mean, what like, about grabbing Odell your team's Beckham? in trouble? Your team's in trouble. But if you the want some wide receivers that are out there in some leagues, okay. Paris Campbell is the number time, one name that I can give you. That isn't obvious, okay? Like, obviously, Christian Watson, Kadarius Tony, but those guys are already rostered in a lot of leagues after yesterday's waiver run. But Paris Campbell, Campbell is, is available in our league. Wow. Make a beeline for I, I him. Would Let's see who's fastest to get him. In his last three games with Matt Ryan, at least 18 PPR points in each one. Wow. Target hog, the kind of guy that you want to have on your get team. Him. Not necessarily a dominant type of receiver, but someone that can give you some fantasy points. I think Donovan Peoples-Jones also qualifies. He's the number two receiver for the Browns. And in terms of efficiency, he's kind of been neck and neck with Amari Cooper this year. The only difference is he's not getting touchdowns. Cooper is. He's somebody that Zerks. can get you around 15 <laughs> points per game. Zerks. <laughs> He's a jerk. Did someone just grab him before Ty, you? Ty, Ty was just grabbed him. Oh, you didn't do that. Go Buc- what a villain. It's my Buckeye brother. What do you mean? This wow. is crazy. Wow. My Buckeye brother? You, I can't, you, get, I can't you know, get a Buckeye you know. on my team. You my team is rough. Rough. Go Bucks. That violates man law, bro. Uh, that was Ooh. dirty. It's a dirty game hey, out listen. here. Listen. Hey, wow. It's a dog eat dog. Hey, listen. When, listen. We, <laughs> we about to get CD. I don't understand. Well, what about OBJ? Guess who team he you can stash him if you want. Let me tell you the wide receivers available. Let me tell you the wide receivers available so you can help G, and I, and I won't pick any of them up. Here's the I best, might. guys. Yeah, but Dan Jefferson, Matt Collins, La- Jarvis Landry, Dotson from Washington, Hamler, uh, Corey Davis. Yeah, you uh, you should have picked Not up Mark Campbell. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's it's brutal out there. Uh, the names that you gave, I'm I'm intrigued by Van Jefferson. He should see an uptick in targets with Cooper Cup <laughs> gone, but that offense is really starting to. Man, I mean, they're mess. circling the drain in LA. They're I, I, not going to be particularly I'm in good. Sixth place. I got I'm a, I'm a, I'm a, I got about ten leagues, so this is the last one. Um, I got uh, <laughs> Donovan Peoples Jones, uh, mm-hmm. Brandon Cooks, or Drake London. Who should I start? I would go with Peoples Jones. Uh, yep. Even against uh, the only way I would get away from that is if the weather's really terrible. But he he should be able to come through for another one or two big catches. He's done that a lot lately. Certainly more target volume. You got to figure the Browns are going to be playing from behind against Buffalo. Um, maybe he he wins a couple of those 50-50 balls down the sideline. Oh, I got one for you. No, we got to go because this. Uh, we, <laughs> oh my god. We got a hard one o'clock out today. Dang. So Dave Richard waiver wire Wednesday. Great stuff. Tyvis is a snake. I told you he <laughs> got that. Big villain. Thanks, Dave. Cause that was a that's a great Thanks, call. I lost my I lost my fantasy game Sunday by a half a point because Campbell went off. Let's see, man. You see. All right, so we got nine minutes for final takes in the final tiebreaker question <coughs> of true and false. G. Bush, Tyvis, you ready to determine a winner? No, no, no. Let me G. Bush. Bull, excuse me, Bull. You ready to determine a winner? <laughs> yeah. True or false? The longest tenured stay of Lopez's career was with the Chicago Bulls. True or false? Oh, I know that one. Damn. What's the answer? Can I get back in it? <laughs> For a second. <laughs> Hold on, I ain't ready. Yeah, Bull, don't don't give away your answer yet. Okay. Alright, I'm you. ready. Bull, true or false? I say false. False. false Tyvis, you say? False. And ah, you guys are both need wrong. another tiebreaker. The answer is true. 
All right, the next mm. tiebreaker question comes from Steve Becker. Tiebreaker number true. Yeah. Number true two. or false? Oh, listen, he just gave it away. What? Go ahead. So next tiebreaker comes Go from ahead. Steve Becker. Yeah. Robin Lopez has more than 150,000 followers on Twitter. I'm ready. I say true. I'll say true. <laughs> All right, we'll start final takes. We need a third tiebreaker. See, you gave it away because you said tiebreaker tie number true. <laughs> oh, did I? Yeah. Yes. Oh, <laughs> That's crazy. What's funny is Steve actually sent it, and he sent it and said false, even though his answer was true. So huh. okay. Steve said false, but the answer was true. All right, uh, Bull, <laughs> we got hard 1 o'clock out today. You start yeah. the final takes. You got to keep them quick. All right, yesterday was the day. I tweeted yesterday that uh, don't be surprised if you see the uh, Guardians make a move because yesterday was the day that you had to uh, put some young players on the 40-man roster, protect them from the Rule 5 draft. Guardians did that, and they made a couple of small trades. I don't know if anybody even noticed, but one of the trades they made yesterday was they traded a guy who t two years ago was their number one prospect, and that's Nolan Jones. We saw him in the big leagues for a cup of coffee last year for the first time. They traded him for minor league infielder Jorge Brito of the Rockies, who did make the 40-man roster. Now, a lot of people were angry because, as I said, two years ago, a lot of people considered Nolan Jones the Guardians' best prospect. He's no longer their top prospect. Clearly, they don't think they have a future for him in Cleveland. And even though I thought he was going to be a good player and he still may turn out to be, I feel like with, with deals like this, I'm always going to give this front office the benefit of the doubt. We'll see what happens. There was a big trade today in baseball. We could see the Guardians make a big move at any time. I expect them to be much more active than they've been. Okay, we got Thanks, the Paul. next final, final tiebreaker. You ready? Okay. True or false, Robin Lopez has started, started 28 career postseason games. By the Playoff way, games. in the past we did tiebreakers were not true and false, so we would yeah, be easier so you, to break so the tie. Yeah, so there's only one. Well, we'll yeah. do that next. All right, what is this? Robin Lopez has started? Has started 28 this is playoff absurd. games. This is absurd. Whatever Bull says, I'm going. Can I just go opposite just so we can get over it? It's do or die here, Bull. If what you, do you say? This is like college I'm say overtime. False. I'm going to say true. And Tyvis, you have regained the belt. <laughs> it took a triple tie break. Tyvis is good at guessing. Like Tyvis like, is he good guessed, at luck. He's just like, man. man <sighs> this is the six ring. You're Tom Brady. Brady My, do, do we have Michael Jordan feel, That's Michael man. Jordan. You, you know how you feel when you just you just dominate, you know? Like, it, it is what it is. Like, they, you, you put in a lot of time and sacrifice. Congratulations. You're good at guessing. And I just, I can't be beat. <laughs> He's do, good do, at guessing. He's the I can't king, be but beat. it is Earl's birthday today. And in honor Happy of birthday, Earl's Earl. birthday, he, he has a uh, final take he wants to do. So awesome. Shout out, Earl. Earl. Come on, Earl. Earl the Pearl. Get that final take in. <laughs> Happy birthday, too, Earl. Appreciate that. All right, so I turned 35 today, and 35 is a blessing. Uh, I told my boys before we got in, man, the number 17. Unfortunately, I got 17 friends in a grave that didn't see their 35th birthday. I grew up in a rough neighborhood. I seen a lot of violence. I seen a lot of drugs being sold, being used, and I seen a lot of people that was inside the box. A lot of people who didn't believe uh, that they can live their dreams, that they can do anything outside of the five or ten mile radius of the neighborhood that they grew up in. And I'm here to tell you as a living example, you can do anything that you put your mind to, no matter what your circumstances are, no matter what obstacles you face, no matter the hand that you're dealt. If you truly commit yourself to hard work, if you build solid relationships with solid people, got to see to it that you can do whatever it is that you put your mind to. I tell people two things every single day. Be great and spread love. Spread love, spread, spreading love is all of our earthly assignment. And being great, it comes with a price that you just can't pay 24-7. Sometimes it's 825. So to anybody out there who feels like because of their situation, because of their circumstances, or because of whatever obstacles that they face, that they can't live out their dream, I'm a living witness. You can do whatever the hell you put your mind to. That's it. It's my favorite. That's my that favorite final well take of all. Well, yes, Earl, sir. that is awesome, brother. Solid. That is awesome. Life is about choices. We make a lot of them every day. Just make more right choices than wrong. That was powerful. And it the was. great words of Usher, situations will arise. You just have to be smart about them. <laughs>
And, you know, there's another one. Luck is when no. preparation meets opportunity. Nope. All I know is that I'm the people's champ today. <laughs> the people's champ, you know, we're going to get G boys because I don't want it six times. Like, it's got to be a way we can change. Retire this. the belt. Do you retire it after man. six? Like, like, man, I see why Tom said, you know what? I'm done with this. It's too hey, easy. Man, you know, you know, he's a good winner. Isn't he? <laughs> Just the, too the, easy. The, people, man. the people's champ is not only about the belt. <laughs> It's, it's about the under. Wish I was wearing George today, man. I messed it up. What's always already known don't have to be said. <laughs> you guys are just killing me. <laughs> Earl, happy birthday, bro. I'm making a prediction. Jay's winning next week. No, he's not. Jay's going to win next Jay week. Jay will never win again. We'll go what? through every. What? We'll go through the cast. Dude, if I have to the stay Guardians up all and, night, every and, night, and we go to the and Guardians. Study every player on every and Cleveland team. If we start team, doing Guardians, he might win. Well, maybe we'll do a Guardians next No, week. that's no. We're not going to cater to him. I, y'all didn't cater to me. Get it out the mud, Jay. Uh, tomorrow, new segment alert, you, by the way. I hate you. <laughs> I hate you. I and you're you, a snake. I hate Picking you. up Paris Campbell, that's what a you? low blow, bro. I can't pick up my, my former team. I hate you, Jody. He needs a wide receiver. He has the question. Too. You jumped in and took him. I, got it. I need receivers, too. We need a new segment called Tiebreaker. <laughs> that's funny. And it's just for him. Just for Tyvis. <laughs> All right, we're done. Ah! Uh, we're taking a 22-hour break. We're back tomorrow. Overtime content day. coming up next, though. Overtime yeah, yeah, content yeah. for subscribers only. If you're not a sub, uh, members only. <laughs> If you're not a member, join a damn club. It's like 30 cents a day. It's nothing, guys. <laughs>